All right, we're back once again. Uh, we were on a time crunch earlier, but had some technical difficulties, so we we got a it's even more of a speed round now, isn't it? We can go we can go a little bit, but um, yeah, we got we got the mic. We're we're better now. All right, well we're on. Just let me know. But uh, a lot of stuff to go over at the same time. Being in the, I mentioned it to you earlier. I mean, great Oregon lost. The... Oregon State for Friday night. Huskies with a huge win on Saturday come back, and the Giants are in first place in the NFC East. So uh, we also talked a little bit about some there was some weird shit this weekend too. The Broncos had uh, Kendall Hinton practice squad receiver at quarterback. Um, just uh, and Tyreek Hill for your Chiefs had 209 receiving yards in the first quarter, I think. So it's been pretty wild. Yeah, it was a crazy weekend. I mean, we talked a little bit earlier with, you know, boxing. My, I mean, baddest man on the planet returned the ring Saturday night. And, um, you know, bum, a little bit bummed that SEGAM got canceled. But, yeah, Sunday, the NFL is really shaping up down the stretch here. I mean, um, uh, my Chiefs looked great yesterday. I mean, Tyreek finished with 269 yards, 13 catches, touchdowns. Um, they looked great. Yeah, your Giants, I mean, the, the division – is actually like becoming really fun because everyone's playing each other and everyone's at four and seven. And so it's like, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot on the line. You know, someone's going to host a home playoff game. So most competitive division in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, the giants have been playing well, the, 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 the Washington football team, I almost said the Redskins the Washington football team uh, looked good on Thanksgiving. Uh, it was great to see the Cowboys lose. That's always fun. And then we'll see how the Eagles look tonight. I mean, I don't know. Apparently, Jalen Hurts is going to get more time. Who knows? I mean, they're playing the Seahawks, so they better score. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, what I wanted to ask you about before, um, you know, in the last one was, uh, you know, with the playoffs being the way it is this year with a seven-team format, that one seed is even more critical because that's going to be the only team that gets a first-round bye, right? Last year, you would have the top two seeds. So the Packers got a win last night. The Saints took advantage of some favorable circumstances, to say the least, and got the win. Uh, the Rams lost. The Seahawks are on tonight. So what are you thinking about the one seed in the NFC? Uh, I, I, I believe uh, Green Bay is going to get it. I think that they're the best. The NFC is kind of interesting because it's not really the team that you're like, wow, they're so much better than everyone else. With the AFC, it looks like it's the Chiefs and the Steelers are kind of on a collision course. Right. Um, for the AFC title game, I think Green Bay is the best because I, you know, I love how Rodgers is playing. The O line played great last night. In uh, defense is coming along. They're not a great unit, but they're a good unit. You know, Seattle, my problem with Seattle is both their lines suck. The O line sucks. The the D line sucks, and the defense is kind of kind of in flux. I don't like the Saints personally. I think they're headed for another first round exit. Um, you know, in in. I, I mean, Taysom Hill. There's only a certain amount of times they can run this Taysom Hill, this all kind of offense. So like you said, they got extremely lucky with the with the Broncos having no quarterbacks. So I'm gonna go Green Bay. What, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm actually gonna gonna go with Seattle here. Um, you know, I, I I'm with you on the Saints. I think that nine and two. Um, I, I literally as good of a team as they are, especially with Drew Brees out here and. You know, I know he'll be back for the playoffs, but can a 41-year-old Drew Brees really come back into that lineup after fracturing eight ribs, or correction, 11 ribs, and uh, start slinging passes around in the playoffs to lead the Saints to the Super Bowl? 
I don't know. I said it in the preseason. It feels like the Saints might be beating a dead horse here. Um, and I think that they're a little bit worse of a team than nine and two, um, especially with Breeze out. With that said, Green Bay has looked great, but also, you know, they've laid some eggs. I mean, that performance against uh, Tampa Bay several weeks ago still is kind of looming large. Uh, they even looked shaky against Jacksonville a couple weeks ago. They have the three losses, but really here, I think that the Seahawks, I mean, I, I'm not a Seahawks fan, as you know, but I've been pretty high on them all year. I think that Wilson has been playing some of his worst football in the past few years in a couple of these games. And yet the Seahawks are still the one seed in the division, poised to be the number one seed in the conference. So I think Russell's going to bounce back, um, you know, and he hasn't even been playing poorly. But compared to his what he was at the start of the season, I think he's going to be looking more like that. I think tonight he's going to bounce back and play well. I think they're going to beat the Eagles. Also, the Seahawks schedule from here on out is very favorable. You know, I mean, they play the Giants next weekend who are starting Colt McCoy, it looks like, at quarterback. So I would have loved to be at that game, but, you know, no fans. But they get to play the NFC East still. And so I think that the Seahawks are about to hit their stride, really. Yeah, no, I, I see where you're coming from. Um, Yeah, it, the Green Bay is interesting because, you know, they definitely are very, you know, they're extremely reliant on Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Adams. I mean, that's kind of, you know, they kind of live and die by that, um, by those three. Um, if they, you know, if one of them kind of shits the bed in one game, they're, they're probably not going very far. But, yeah, yeah I mean, you know, Seattle, Seattle they're, they're good. I'm excited to see how they do tonight. I, I, I think this it could get ugly. But the Eagles, you know, are playing kind of for, for, for their life. I mean, even though if they lose, they're right in the thick of it. Like, I mean, the Eagles are getting tons of shit. I mean, Carson Wentz not play well recently. Apparently, Jalen Hurts getting more time tonight. Um, so I'm interested to see how that is, if they're going to like switch drives or something, but you know, I think the Eagles can put up some fight tonight because you know, it is getting wins. It's like, you know, he could lose his job within the next week if, if he really, you know, keeps playing like he's playing. So, um, and, and you know, you can, you can throw on that defense. The Seattle defense is not stout. The, the Seahawks remind me a lot. Uh, they're like a worst 2018 chiefs in my book. Like the, the, the offense was great for the chiefs. Best ever, and the defense was not good. Um, I mean, that year they had a good pass rush, and that was about it. Like, the, the, Seattle's got two stars in Wagner and, and Jamal Adams, but, you know, they really don't have much of a pass rush. And the the, the second the run defense has been pretty bad, actually. Um, so, I'm, I'm excited. You know, we'll see. I, I, I could see them having problems if they run up against someone that can, that can run the ball, like the Packers and Aaron Jones. Yeah, well, look, I mean, the Seahawks defense has been pretty bad, but when it comes down to it, I still trust the Seahawks defense in the sense that um, I trust them as a bends don't break sort of thing. They make, they've made some huge stops this year, really. I mean, against Arizona, even in that game that they lost uh, down in Phoenix, they made some huge stops. And I trust experienced guys like Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright. Um, Jamal Adams is not great in pass coverage, but you, you know that he's can make some huge plays. So with the Seahawks defense, it's the type of thing where, statistically they won't look great and there are times where they'll look awful but when it comes down to it you you kind of have the feeling that they're bound to make some big stops and some big plays in the football game yeah and it, I completely agree with you um circling back to the Saints a little bit like uh, people I, kind of this week everyone's kind of like, oh the Saints defense really really playing well it's like are they though I mean like they they, yeah. they, they played really bad the first half of the season 
They had one really good game against Tampa Bay. I'll give them that. But then they whoop up on a you know a team that that doesn't have a didn't have no, no quarterbacks in the room, and everyone's like, oh, their defense is so good. I'm like, I don't really see that. I I don't know how you feel about that, but I don't I don't get the whole defensive hype for the Saints. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's easy pickings when you're playing against Kendall Hinton or you know, but um, Marshawn Lattimore is a mixed bag. I mean, right? He he shuts down Mike Evans sometimes, and then other times he gets burnt by some no name receivers, but. Uh, so the Saints defense, mixed bag. Uh, thinking about the Eagles, because they've been on my mind with the Giants in the thick of the division, the regression of Carson Wentz really is somewhat of a mystery. I mean, this is a guy that was leading the 2017 MVP race until he goes down. Tom Brady ended up winning it, I think. But Wentz really would have won it if he didn't get hurt. Yeah. Uh, Bulls comes in, wins the Super Bowl. And then from there, Wentz starts to just steadily regress. He was never on that MVP level again. But then what we've seen this year is just uh, horrendous, quite frankly, from Carson Wentz. And like you said, I mean, maybe Hurts will get in there more, and maybe Carson Wentz's job is on the line. But, I, I mean, if the Eagles can't win the East this year with um, the Giants and Washington are not – good football I mean they're just not very good teams and with the Cowboys having Dak Prescott out if the Eagles can't win it this year there's there's going to be some soul searching in Philadelphia yeah I agree I mean like you know Carson Wentz struggled last year but then he kind of saved his job the last three four weeks of the season by playing great with kind of no-name receivers he got like Greg Ward was you know former quarterback at Houston is like oh you're catching two touchdown passes and like against the Redskins at the end of the year so like everyone's like oh Wentz is back but it is so weird. It's like it doesn't make sense. Like they have more weapons now. Like his weapons are back. There's really no excuse. Like you know, the last year it was like, oh well, you know, it doesn't have any receivers. Everyone's hurt. The O line's hurt. It's like now, I mean, it's on wins. Like at some point, it's like you know, it can't be everyone else's fault. Um, here, I mean, the de- the defense has been okay. Like they, they they haven't. I mean, they haven't like been losing them games. It really has just been the stagnant offense. And you know, Wentz better be careful because I mean, he's making a ton of money. And, you know, that's the, that's the problem with, like, you know, quarterbacks getting big contracts. Mahomes can do it. Deshaun can do it because they're great and they're always going to be great and they're going to be able to elevate their career. But these mediocre, like, good quarterbacks that are getting huge amounts of money, like, then you can't go get that number two receiver. You can't go get that, that right outside linebacker. And they just, you know, they're not good enough to carry their team over those kind of – yeah. Uh, in other news, I, I saw um, Patrick Mahomes officially qualified or whatever with pass attempts to be the all-time leader in touchdown interception ratio and in passer rating, surpassing Deshaun Watson, who surpassed Aaron Rodgers, who had it for the longest time. So speaking of huge contracts, there's the $500 million man living up to his uh, contract thus far. Oh, yeah. I mean, Mahomes has been sensational. I mean, Early, you know, early in the year, in the the one Raider loss, he didn't look great, and still threw three touchdowns, and everyone was kind of like, "What's up with Mahomes?" And then, you know, come out against, you know, they're, you know, it's Jets, but throw five touchdowns against the Jets, throw four against the Panthers, and then, you know, come out of the bye week and and light the Raiders up, and and then to really, you know, last last night they left a lot of points out there. I mean, they scored twenty seven points, and Mahomes put put a ball behind Hardman that was a touchdown. Uh, they, they, they got stopped on the goal line on the first, they were 0 for three in the red zone. This shows you that they scored 27 points 
Kyrie kills three touchdowns, almost 270 yards, and they still only points and were over three in the red. But that's scary to a lot of teams. I think the fact that they can be that sloppy and still be that good. Um, but yeah, the Chiefs look like they're hitting their stride at the right time. What What do you think about the AFC playoff picture? Well, like, I, I assume you see the Steelers the biggest challenge. What? Yeah, I mean, I, I first of all, I don't think the Buccaneers had any business being in that game. Uh, Brady wasn't great for most of the game. Honey Badger had a pick, which was good to see him not give a shit. Honey Badger, gets yes, a sir. Pick. But um, you're right. Uh, Steelers, probably. I, I mean. It's hard to say they're not the biggest competition in the AFC right now. I get it. Um, like, with the way they're scheduled, I, I, it's it's hard. I'm kind of struggling to formulate my thought here. But I guess what I'm trying to say is um, the Steelers' schedule, they've faced a lot of weak teams. But with that said, there's no weak game in the NFL. You know, any game is is uh, up for grabs. And they're 10-0. Um, I think it's going to be really big for the Steelers to get the one seed, to be honest, just because I think um, you really are at a psychological advantage and physical advantage if you force the Chiefs to play on wildcard weekend. Um, I'm sure the Chiefs would win on wildcard weekend, but I think coming into that divisional round with under more physical duress could end up hurting the Chiefs a little bit. So I think that um, that one seed is going to be big in the AFC, and whoever has it, which it looks like it's going to be the Steelers, is going to be the biggest competitor. Yeah, the Steelers are a good team. They're, they really all – they have the ability because they have a great defense. And, you know, their offense, Big Ben's playing well, and they got they got weapons, Juju, Deion Johnson, Claypool, and, um, you know, Connor's serviceable, serviceable back, excuse me. Um but, you know, I, I agree with you there. I think they need to get the one seed. They are getting a little overhyped in my book because of the soft schedule they played. And they've really gotten bailed out. They're going to get bailed out again not playing Lamar on Tuesday. Um, I'm excited to see them play the Bills in two weeks. They're on Sunday Night Football. It's going to be a great game. Um, and and I think that's because that's a real test. The Bills are a legit team. And, you know, they're, they're fighting for two and, three, you know, one, two, three, all of us right there. Um, I'm, I'm excited for that game because I really want to see them go up against someone that's, like, quite at their level in, in uh, prime time, see if they can pull it off. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, hey, I told you before the season started, I, I think you might have said it as well, but these Steelers were a team to watch out for with Big Ben coming back to a team that was really solid down the stretch last year. That can't be understated. And, uh I mean, Big Ben is one of these guys that has playoff experience. He's seasoned. We know that he can pull them out. Obviously, the Steelers looking like they have the best defense in the NFL uh, this year. So, it's going to be tough. But, on the other hand, I mean, I I said to you yesterday something along the lines. But, sometimes I'm watching Patrick Mahomes. I'm just like, holy shit. This guy legitimately might end up being the greatest NFL player of all time. And, that's a just huge overstatement right now, but at this point, I mean, there's flashes where it looks like he can do it, and if he's playing even somewhat to the potential of this Chiefs offense, I don't care if it's the Steelers defense, I don't care if it's the 1985 Chicago Bears defense, I don't care if it's a gosh damn SWAT team, like no <laughs> one's going to stop the Chiefs offense when you have Patrick Mahomes, one of the most, maybe the most talented quarterback we've ever seen. Uh, the fastest receiver in the NFL, Tyree Kill, one of the most reliable receivers in the NFL, Sammy Watkins, 
the best tight end in the NFL, Travis Kelsey, a first-round pick at running back, a solid offensive line. I mean, not to not to like praise your team a shit ton, but my goodness. Yeah, and Le'Veon Bell. You know, I, I agree with you. That That's what a Steelers matchup would come down to because like even though the Steelers defense is great, they're the best defense in the NFL and they're really good, the Chiefs are going to score points. They're going to get 30. That's what they always do. They're going to get 30 points. And can, can the Steelers offense match with them? And I don't know that they can because the Chiefs defense is, is actually an underrated unit. Um, they, they don't really get the credit they deserve because of three years ago when they were so bad. Um, and it is Mahomes, like you were saying, he does have the opportunity to be the greatest of all. I mean, he's the greatest I've seen. Obviously, he needs more accomplishments to pass Brady and Montana them. But, like, it, just to show you, like, I mean, Mahomes has three touchdowns and 300 yards in – it's like expected. Like some people have said, like uh, the Rams game a couple of years ago on the Monday night classic, he threw six touchdowns in three picks, six touchdowns. And people were like, oh, Mahomes had a bad game. I mean, what other quarterback throws six touchdowns and then has a thing of it, it's a bad game because it's getting so expected that he plays so well that these like, you know, average performances for him are like great performances for other quarterbacks and career defining performances. So it is kind of like people are getting like, numb to the fact that you're witnessing greatness yeah what do you what are you thinking about by the way, in terms of potential future greatness what are you thinking about the rookie of the year or sort of some of the rookies that we've seen burrow herbert Tua? what are you thinking about some of those I, I think they're all really good you know burrow looks like he's going to be really good i mean they gave him no alliance since he and he's he's been well it sucks that he's uh hurt but uh, he'll come back. Herbert looks really good. I, I I liked Herbert before the draft. I know you watched him both. You and I both watched him a lot at Oregon, being the Pac-12. I like. I thought he. I thought he was an unfair criticism for the draft because he never had the receivers, weapons that Burrow or Tua had, um, in college. So he wasn't against as good defenses as those guys. Yeah, the, true. Very fair point. But um, you know, I, I, he's been great for the Chargers. I mean, he's he's really he's going to be a really good player. And it looks like, you know, Mahomes, Herbert is going to be a rivalry for a long time in the AFC West. And, you know, Tua, Tua looks really good. I, I, you know, people have knocked him a little bit because they haven't, like, they've been kind of scoring on defense and not really putting up huge numbers. But, I mean, he did get kind of thrown in the fire in the middle of the season. It is a little concerning that he's hurt again, not in the leg, but, like, you know, he does seem a little injury prone. Um, you, you wonder how his body's going to hold up. But, but you know, the rookie class has been great, even down to, like, you know, guys like Clyde, Edwards Hilaire, and, Claypool and, and the rookie receiver class has been great with Jefferson and Judy and Ruggs. I mean, and um, CD Lamb. Like, there's like all these stars in the making um, that should, you know, they definitely got a good crop in, in, in the league this year. What do you think about the quarterbacks? Yeah. Um, how about those Miami Dolphins led by Tua? What are they, seven and four? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're a team that could be sneaky in the playoffs. I mean, not that anyone's expecting them to go super deep in the playoffs, but just the fact that they're even in this conversation is impressive for a team that last year was just pretty much just terrible. Um, and it's not even that Tua has been playing that great. I mean, it, he's, he's been good, don't get me wrong, and he has a ton of potential, but it'd be one thing if you had a rookie quarterback that comes in and just um, – turns your team around but the Dolphins have just been fundamentally better this year um in all aspects probably the biggest surprise of the season is the Miami Dolphins um so there there's two I think he's going to be set up in a pretty good situation for this year and years to come I don't know how he'll do if he's thrown into a playoff environment this year but 
Justin Herbert won't have to worry about the playoff environment because he's on a team that's what four wins, two, three wins, something yeah. like that. The chart. So. Oh, look. Two and seven, two wins. Oh, jeez. Well, there you go. Even worse. And uh, you know me, I'm a kind of a Justin Herbert hater, the Oregon man. But it's it's. I have to admit, he's been really good this year. Um, with that said, he's got to start putting together the wins. And I know he's on the Chargers. It's A lot of it's out of his control. But the most important stat on the football field is wins. And not saying it's his fault that the Chargers are losing by any means, but it'd be nice to start seeing it translate to wins from your uh, franchise. Yeah, the, char- the Chargers are so weird because they like – you know, they're, they're like they. You look at the roster, and like the Chargers roster is seriously one of the best in the NFL. I mean, they have talent everywhere. And they just can't put it together. I mean, they they showed some stats. The Chiefs, Steelers, and Chargers have played like nine one-score games this year, and the the Chiefs are like were like nine and one at the time. The Steelers were undefeated, and then the Chargers were like two and two and eight. Like that is it's just astounding. Like they can't win close games. I know a guy like, you know, Derwin's hurt and guy like that, they have some injuries. But every year the Chargers have some excuse, whether it be the special teams or injuries or the head coach. You know, now they're all, everyone's flipping on Anthony Lynn. I don't know what's the problem there, but, you know, they got to figure something out because they're wasting too much talent. True. I mean, we, I mean we've been saying this about for several years about the Chargers. That they, I mean, these guys were Super Bowl contenders a couple years ago because they had such a good roster. I'm surprised Anthony Lynn is still there. I think he's like eight and 19 in the past two yeah. seasons. Or Sounds about right. But um, I mean, it looks like it's going to be the chiefs division for many, many years to come. Yeah. Well, quickly before, before we head out, um, what do you, what do you think about the, the NFC wild cards? You know, there's, there's the Rams in there right now, the Bucks and uh, Cardinals. What do you think about that? What do you think plays out? You think it's the best team out of those? Well, first and foremost, I want to say I, I think it's a little bit disappointing that there's a seven-team playoff format this year because this race would be a lot more exciting if between the Rams, Cardinals, and Buccaneers, there were only two yeah. spots. But now there's three spots for the only three teams that are realistically even contending for the wild card. I mean, besides those three teams, the next team in the NFC standings is like the Bears, the 49ers. Yeah. I, they're just not contending. So I, I said it once, I'll say it again. I don't like the seven teams. I don't like that there's not really much of a wild card race this year for that reason. Um, but in terms of those three teams, I the Cardinals have really not uh, impressed me too much all season. I said it a few weeks ago. I left them off my top 10 in the power rankings after they beat the Seahawks. But I just don't really trust these Cardinals. And that came to fruition on Sunday, I expect them to be a wild card exit. Similar deal with the Rams, although I think they could win a game in the playoffs. And then Buccaneers, I am going to be completely honest. I have no idea what will happen yeah. with them for the rest of the season or the wild card. It, it just to me, they are a complete shot in the dark. And I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah, I agree. I, I think the the Bucks are really interesting. Like they, you know, they really could. They could beat anybody in the NFC because you look at their talent on paper, but you know they also could lose anybody. So they're going to be really interesting in the playoffs because it's tough to pick. Um, the Rams, I like the Rams. It was a little disappointing yesterday that they lost the Niners. Um, I didn't really get that. It was a tough division game, 
But, you know, they had had all the momentum kind of whooping up on the Bucks in Tampa, and then they kind of just shit the bed against the Niners who are playing Nick Mullins at quarterback. Um, yeah, the Card- Cardinals are weird too. You know, they, they have a lot of talent. They're young. But then, you know, they go into Fox when they lose yesterday, and the offense didn't look very good. So, you know, it, it's interesting. But the NFC is kind of a toss-up for me. Like, there's not, there, there's not a huge gap between the one and the seven in my book. Um, like there's not one team that you're like, oh wow, they're they're that much better than everyone else. So the NFC playoffs, I think, are gonna be really interesting. Um, and quickly before we go, last thing, what do you think on the Raiders? Because everyone was kind of hyping them after they almost beat us last week, and then they played awful against the Falcons. Well, look, I, I think that Derek Carr is one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the game. I think that what happened yesterday against the Falcons was can pretty much be chalked up to a fluke. Um, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I, I, the Raiders, I don't know if they're going to be a real contender down the stretch this year, but I definitely think the foundation is there for next year. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, we'll, we'll let you go here. Um, who would have thought that Ronald Jones out of USC would potentially be the best player on this? <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. That was crazy because like at the beginning, I remember in fantasy, all the ma- magazines, like everyone was excited for Rojo a couple years ago. I, mean, I watched him his whole career at SC, and then he kind of just f- fell in the you know back seat, and then all of a sudden he's the lead back, and he's beating out you know Shady and Leonard Fournette and all these guys. Yeah, for sure. Well, it'll be exciting. Um, definitely lots of stuff to look forward to in NFL and college football. Solid chance that we end up with a Huskies Trojan yep. Pac-12 championship next week. So uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. But um, appreciate you taking the time, and we'll see you. Next all right, time. buddy. Catch you.